This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. change, so to speak, this week, this time, this uh, time, I'm supposed to speak on something practical. Um, the advantage thing about something not practical is very hard that anybody should slug up whether the, whether the sixth Shemayim or the seventh Shemayim or something like that, but when it comes to doing something practical, if it's not going to work, it's kind of, uh, um, there's a pircha. So that's the problem of doing things with Maisa, is that there's an easy pircha for them. But um, I will try to do um, the framework. I would I would like to go. I would like to say a few could this kind of on a practical level before, and then I would like to try to go through some parts of a piece of Shamshafal Hirsch. Um, the reason why I picked that is it, it's it's astounding. It's astounding how much what he has to say is actual, despite the fact that it's. 150 years probably since he wrote them. Um, the, the unfortunately today that we have such, such a short attention span, we don't bother to look at things he wrote or people just excerpt Gertlach, which sort of killed uh, the, the point. He's an extremely beautiful writer. If, um, I read once a, a, a history book. Somebody was a Hungarian Rav, Rav Greenwald, and he actually had spent time in Frankfurt learning by Shamshval Hirsch. He, he was a little bit, he didn't like the fact that there was not enough pulp on this year. He missed it being Hungarian. But he said that when Shamshval Hirsch got up to speak, it was like a Navi speaking. It was, it, it was you, felt, you felt like the Shechina Mitoch Grono. This is somebody who comes from a, a culture that didn't, that wasn't particularly his culture. It was very, um, this is taken, it's probably printed in English as well. Uh, translated in English. I guess they're both translated from German. I don't particularly like English translations myself. Um, they're kind of very cumbersome. The Hebrew is much more beautiful, much richer. Um, so we'll, we'll take out pieces because I think many of it fits the general theme of the Chinuch and so on and so forth. Um, his piece is a long, long piece. We certainly won't go through all of it. It's one of the pieces they have in Magdashana. He basically gives a sort of direction in terms of the Arab Abanim, starting from the bottom up. And he sees this as the theme of Pesach. And that's why it so much fits well with the point we're trying to do. And Shashafal Hirsch, unusually so, we're not used to that style, whereas we do Kashitaret, Kashitaret, Shashafal Hirsch writes an essay. And he sort of, he, you, you figure out what the problem was when you go through it, but, but and he's, he's trying to present a sweeping vision of it. And that's why, in many ways, it's extremely useful as, as a model and to be very inspired by it. I want to start first with some practical points and take it um, with a pin of Kabbalah Semes Mishomro. Uh, if you don't find it practical, it's not practical, and if you don't disagree, disagree, that's fine. I'm just telling you what I think at some points that I think are important. The first thing you have a Meisler of Akiva that he sat all night with the Seder and they, he spoke with Gdoli Yisrael all through the night about the Haggadah. And that's a very inspiring story. The lesson story is not Chastashon, we should do the same. Um, because if maybe we, maybe each one of you, but your family and your kids will certainly find it to be a drag. And one of the worst things is when you have something that on the surface, everybody's supposed to say it's wonderful, it's beautiful, to say it went before in the morning, and down deep you dread it. And you, look, and you try to always figure out, maybe I can go to the in-laws for that, for that, you know, for, for that Seder or not. It, it's, um, yes, it's a, when you're Rabbi Kiva, you can do it. When you're not Rabbi Kiva, you shouldn't do it because it's counterproductive. The, the Seder should be kept to a length that people will find it dignified and inspiring. 
obviously young kids can't hold that, that attention span, but for the average person sitting at the Seder, he should not, you know, next year, when he says again, the son of Abishlaim, certainly not here, that's, that's not, you know, you don't want him to say son of Abishlaim because he doesn't want to be here again. You really want to be honest about it. So, when you, to make a Seder a give over, the time is supposed to give over, you need to plan it. And the first thing is, the first thing is to give it a framework for what it is that um, the length that makes sense and the length that, that, you, that people can feel engaged. Obviously, there are always a woman who just gave birth a month ago and has four little kids is not going to be engaged no matter what. She's going to be plotting in bed. Fine. You, you've got to take that into account. A little kid who's eight or nine is not going to make it through. But the average person, the person that you're gearing to say it to, the lens should be appropriate. One. Two. Um, don't sit on holach ma'anya for a half hour, because holach ma'anya is not even part of Agada. It's put in some later point where you don't know when. It, it's looking at, it's, it's like, it, it's the wrong, that's not approaching the, the Seder from the heart. If you, if you sit down with the entire Haggadah and figure out if you needed to space out two hours worth of uh, talk about it and so on, and where would be the points to sit and to do most of it? That's the second point. A third point is Pshetlach, Verzlach, Gematrius, Chochmes are not particularly, um, are not leaving much of a message and not really engaging anybody. Um, and there is an, there's an endless amount of, of, of gematis and pshatlach and vertlach and chachmis and this and that. You have to ask yourself, is this contributing to the general sense of, of a message you're trying to give over? Um, if not, uh, certainly kopit pute teiris chavif HaKadosh Baruch But you, you need to think of the people at the table. They're the children, whether they're grown-ups, whether they're teenagers, whether they're young boys, whether they're, they're strangers or whatever it is, you need to get a sense of Things that, that will leave some sort of... This is a night that's supposed to leave an impression. Ideas, thoughts. Next. The, the first thing about... In, the, the, the Torah gave the Mitzvah Sipitis Mitzrayim as one bundle. You're, you're telling that story and the kids hearing the story. We got to tell Vincha Vaikish, Olcho Bincha and so on. Um, where's, like, why does it start with a child? And the answer is, it's, it, the thing that affects a child the most is the things that are really you. The Ramban says, we have a chazaka that a person doesn't give over false things to his child. And a child knows that. And a child trusts very strongly what his father says. But, a child also has tremendous um, antennas for figuring out what the father says because he really feels so, and what the father says because he thinks as a father he's supposed to say so. And the child picks that up really well. The only way you can give over a message that's inspiring is if it's something that really honestly inspired you and, and you live it and you feel it, and it's your honest feelings. It may be the child doesn't even quite understand you at that moment. Um, my father's passed away or 18, 19 years now. Um, not everything I saw as a child, but, but I have memories. The things that really were what he stood for, what he lived, what he meant, what he felt, the emiss as he <coughs> felt it, I can recall because, I, I, because that left a, a ration. So whether your child exactly understands you now or understands you in five years from now or in ten years from now, when the right time comes, those emises that came from you as an emiss, not that you don't believe in everything you say, but the things that you live and you really feel, they'll inspire. It's, it's not, it's not a, a, a one-time affair. You're looking to, get, to give some sort of impression of theirs. So it's the avoda, the main avoda is, first of all, to set aside time for yourself, to find forum that speak to you, to pick out points, you don't have to say everything. Pick out points that are meaningful to you, that they, they're, they, they resonate with your emiss. Try to say it in a language or um, to translate it in a language that the, that the child, boy, um, young man, whoever, will understand. 
uh, sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's harder. But at the end of the day, um, more important is the, the Aleph is you have to say those things that are um, that you can speak and the child will say, this was my father. That's more important than anything else. And the stranger, it doesn't make a difference. The, um, the, the, it is an advantage if someone has the ability to put it into terms that... Uh, let me give you just a simple example. Halach And again, we spoke about not saying Fertha Halach so we'll, we'll just... But, but just to give you an idea. So anybody poor... Does anybody here... Do we know really poor people that don't have what to eat? Well, I have a lot of letters that talk about people that don't have what to eat, but a pack of men like this. But Baruch Hashem, I mean, realistically speaking, um, that's not the, the worry today, and, and we don't have that. But do we have people that don't feel wanted? Yes. And I can tell a child, let's not, we're not going to talk about anything. Think about somebody in your class, amongst neighbors, among people, that's sort of an unwanted person. And... Tonight we have to welcome him and, and, and share our home with him and share our table with him. And that's part of being Kali Yisrael. It's something that's a lot more meaningful to a child today than a hungry man. A hungry man is in a movie, it's in a book, it's, it's not Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we don't, we don't have it. But to try a little bit, I, I once told somebody who was saying, Shuzma, about a king. I said, you know, a king doesn't mean anything to anybody. You know, you know what's the most petrifying moment for somebody when he goes for his job interview. Just the picture of interviewing for a job is is, is the highest dag of years that we're going to have. So uh, maybe you're saying this also. So, so you know, you have to learn. You know, you have to learn to give mishalim that are meaningful in a kid's life, in a young person's life, and so on. Um, those are some of the ideas. One more point, then this is sort of a not in the flow of things, but it's very important to make sure that each child does have a chance a few times to say something. Um, you, you um, even, you know, the child can say whatever he's taught. The main things he needs the attention. He wants to feel part of it. He wants to feel complimented. You have to, with Seichel, as the child, there's some children that sort of begin to launch, future abundant that launch of the long rushes and so on. You have to find a way to you know, tell them, you know, it's very important, we want everybody to say so, everyone's going to try to just say the main point, whatever it's, you have to do it with Derek Kavod, but it is important, obviously, if you have younger children, even if you have people who want to participate, you can throw out questions, if you have older people, like older teenagers, some of the points you want to make, you throw out as a question, ask people what they think, and so on, it, it, having people participate um, is very significant, make them feel part of it. Those are some of the points over the years that I can share. And Arab, uh, if, uh, if it's a toilet, good. If not, it's not, it's not you know, it's, it's, it's not a psak and it's not coming from any place other than just experience and, and observation. Let's take a look a little bit at the, at the Hirsch. And um, he is going on the Seder of the Vigaz Bincha. And again, I would, for those of you who are, who have some command of Hebrew, um, finding time to go through it and reading it in his Lushen is, Awesome! It's a really inspiring experience. But let's let's. Uh, I will again. We'll try to translate and uh, read a little bit and translate. He starts with the psukim of Igarita Lebincha Bayemu Leima. The first time the Torah tells us, the first child in the Seder of Torah, the way the Shalchal Hirsch learns, is the Ene Delishol, and that's the Pshut Shemik of Igarita Lebincha, the first one, and then you have Vayikishalcha. Bavurza Asa Shemli Uteis Mitzrayim. So he says, You need to put the kid down next to the table with the matzamar. And then he brings the, 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 the medrash. You know, for many of us that became from later in life, we became first philosophically from, somebody convinced us of the MS of Torah, and then we started slowly keeping tefillin and mitzvahs and so on and so forth. We sometimes mistakenly try to do the same with our kids. Okay, Tatala, let's think about this. If you, if you were making mitzvah, what mitzvah would you make? You, the real chinuch, for those of us who came from outside, obviously that's the only way to do it, but the real chinuch is the tam, matzah, and mara comes first. 
and that will awaken in the child. So the first thing is you're starting with Kiyama mitzvahs, the Simcha, the Ratzon, and so on. Vehine says, As long as the child is told, He looks around astonished. He wants to see what's going on. He's amazed at what's happened. The whole new setup. It's very different. He doesn't understand quite why. So explain to him. The, the, the mitzvah is what will lead him to understanding. Not understanding will lead to mitzvah, this mitzvah will lead to understanding. And obviously, it doesn't, it's not only, he doesn't mean age. He also means, you know, even an outsider. It, it, it's true also an outsider. Starting with a time of matzah mer leading into a discussion is much better than a discussion that may or may not end up matzah mer. Let him understand why it's such a special day. And then he launches into a little bit of a sense. This is the message that you're telling a child. If you want to understand why we're special, why a Baruch has always favored us, it's because of this, key mitzvahs. Because I'm doing mitzvahs, not because I'm so capable at war. Hundreds of years, I was enslaved. I, I, I had a bitter, bitter enslavement in Mitzrayim. I was helpless when the Rishoyim took children, ripped them away from mothers, and threw them into the river. It's amazing, when he wrote it, he was talking about history. Uh, 50 years later, 60 years later, this would be all over again. They were the strong ones. They were the ones who not fight wars. They were the ones who won the victories. One, because of the mitzvahs, and not because we're wealthy. Yes, Jews are wealthy and wealthy, but we weren't wealthy. For hundreds of years, we were strangers, immigrants, without any rights whatsoever. I feel a beggar to a I didn't even have a garment. And it was so bad. When they actually finally sent me off for hairs, I needed to borrow clothing to go. I needed to borrow dishes because I had nothing. Three. Because of mitzvahs, not because we're educated, not because we're so intellectual, not because we're so brilliant. We were, we were the slave laborers, we were menial. All we were there were the lowest of the low. From early morning to late night, we were being whipped into working. We didn't have one minute to think about culture and education, about trade, about uh, 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 craft, nothing. We couldn't even listen to Moshe. Next paragraph. Because of the mitzvahs that I dared to keep, that I understood them to be right, and my heart pushed to hold it up. Um, because of these mitzvahs that lifted me up towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the one God that they didn't know. Um, and he goes on, and so on. So he says the final paragraph in this, in the next page, on Sadiq Tez. Those mitzvahs kept me going then, and they keep me going now. This is the They're the sign that I accept the So the first point he's saying is when we sit down and, and tell a child and tell our child we are a special people but for none of the reasons that the Goyim give and none of the reasons that the Jews give. We're not special because we're rich. We're not special because we're smart. We're not special because we're strong. We're special because we're committed to doing things 
that are cut above everyone else. And that's the bris in Asakarish Baruch Hu, and that's why all these events unfolded. It's, it's, and, and let me sort of add a, 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 a perspective where it's coming from. Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, we are talking about each individual as individual. And, and therefore, what we're trying to, to, the message we're trying to give is, who are you? Introspect into yourself. What did you write? What did you do wrong? And so on. That's one passion. Say the night is the night when we ask ourselves, who are we as Kal Yisrael? What does it mean to be a member of Kal Yisrael? What, what is that, what does that entail? What is that, what is the privilege of, of being a member of Kal Yisrael? And so on. It's a very, very different Nekuda of, of, of Rosh Hashanah Kippur. One is us as individuals, one is us as Kal Yisrael. And we ask ourselves when we say we're proud to be Jews, what does that mean? It means that we're proud that we are shaykh to the world of mitzvahs. An agoy is shaykh to a world, a very minimal world of mitzvahs, that barely makes, is, is the bare minimum to make somebody human. And, and we have something else. And then he says, in the next, in the next piece, he says, and that's why, and that's why I'm so, I have so much feeling, and so much space to do these mitzvahs. I understand how valuable. Why? So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our God because we're tied to Him through His mitzvahs. Okay, so, so that's um, one point. Let's take over to the next page. Cool. Um, the strong, the, the strong foundation of chinuch is that the person gives over a sense of himself identifying with the events as they happen. You don't say Kadosh Baruch did it for our nation, You're talking to your child like a medabal benoi. You're not only a father talking to his son. You're representing the nation to the next generation. Let, let's talk about this a little bit. Let's think a little bit about it. The, from the time of Mitzrayim till today, is roughly 3,000 years. Um, around the roof for a few years this way, that way. 3,000 years, let's take a rough number. Um, assume every 25 years a new generation is born. Basically, some people born at 20, some at 30. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just take it, just, just make the math easier. So that's four people every 100 years. It's 40 people every 1,000 years. 120 people, basically. Every single person in Kal Yisrael, um, every single person in Kal Yisrael, when he stood Pesach at night, said, my mission doesn't end with me. It ends with the person who's coming after me. Our, our sense as a Kal Yisrael is not, is not only in the Aravis towards others around us, it's, it's the continuity of it. So we're standing, uh, so my grandfather, my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather, every single person um, stood every night Pesach and said, I, will, I, 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 I'm, I am passing on the ball to the next one. I know when they have the Olympic torch, so they, you know, they run around the world one person, another guy. It, it's kind of, it, it, it kind of leaves an impression, like a, a, a torch traveled a few thousand miles around the globe, or whatever it is, and so on. It kind of, you know, you, you, we feel there's some sort of, some quote-unquote accomplishment. This is a torch. This has been going on, and no one has found it to be other than that. Anyone who's sitting by a seder tonight, it's because 120 people passed on, and for those of us who needed to get it from somebody from the side, got it from somebody else's grandfather. But at the end of the day, somebody... So you now are receiving something that you're receiving it in order to pass it on. 
you're a link in something much bigger than yourself. It means that who you are is not important at this moment as much as how well you take what's given to you and pass it on to the next generation. That's, that's who you are and that's... So, so I today represent 119 great-grandparents who gave it over to me and they passed it on to the next one. Um, now, he says, um, the next, to Dugmachaya, Zer Yisrael Kol HaChinuch HaYehudi, Chinuch Adem Mitzvah Kedoshis. Chinuch is only through action. Chanukah Samigdash Vekeilov, Lonafin Umbachrozis. When they dedicated Bisa Migdash, they didn't have a band and speeches. Ela De Kiyom HaMaisish Tafkidom, by actually doing the Avoida for a week. Doing the Avoida is what's mechanic something in that sense and in, in the sense of chinuch. El adi kiyom ayzav kiyom adi akrovas akor marishin shukar mizbeach. Kain is mechanic through avodas halocha, but also mechanic chosun. Chanukas baset knesia shalano. How do we dedicate a shul? Adi tefillah rishayne betziba shemispalmasom. Vehu adin bechinuch habanim. Chinuch habanim starts with avodas and mechanic chosun with doing. Yisrael ikdum nasal and mishma. And we're the ones that have to start the process. Um, let's see the next paragraph. In, if somebody wants to see his children going in the right direction, he needs to be an Erlochiyit. Not uh, it doesn't have to be big lamdin. Kim bedug mechayish on the monos Hashem itzvaisim. Yes, the living example of somebody who's faithful to Hakadosh Baruch and his mitzvahs. Yoirer haaves bonim lechadaki Hashem. The alecho lekain shem mekach. You need to do it. Shetucha liyos meifes kol echad vecha. So, so the 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 if in as much as the father is able to identify himself. With 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 the ball that he's receiving, that's how much it will pass on to the child afterwards. Next piece, he goes on to the next parsha. So the first parsha is the start. The child, the person at the stage where he knows nothing. You start with the world of mitzvahs, with kima mitzvahs, and you pass it on your own kima mitzvah. The way you eat it, the way the way you look at the seder. The way you're, 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 you are um, tied to it, that's, that's the, the, the way you see it. I just want to take a, a, a fascinating, you know, we're talking about a child, looking at a father. The, 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 one of the great people last generation was Rebel Yeshvek. Rebel Yeshvek was in Philadelphia, he was in America, the, the, from the Manhiga, the Manhigador. I was there at the last event that he ever spoke at. He was already very not well and wasn't clear he'd speak. And he spoke at, at the 50th year dinner of the yeshiva. And he said, he opened up, he said, I was zochet to eat a seder by Issa Zalman Maltzer. Issa Zalman was, was the, from the Dollar Yeshiva Celestar, from one of Chaim Briscoe's big Talmidim. And when Rebellion was at the show, it was probably was more, more than 52, 51. It was the last years of Rebbe Zalman. And he was zochet to eat a seder. And he said, you know, I have many things that I learned from him. And he, sa- he was a bankrupt's father-in-law. He said, but one thing stuck in my memory. So we're talking about the Rebellion Shvei as a bacher learning in Israel, and he's at a state of Zalman, and he could learn a lot of halakas, and I'm sure there was a lot of divatayra. What he remembered, what left the most impression was, at the end of the whole seder, Rabbi Issa Zalman got up, and he said, what a simcha. Baruch Hashem, I was zeicha I was to mekayim another seder. I was zeicha to have another seder. If, if that's the attitude, and it's genuine, obviously, then, then it leaves a mark. And of the mark on a very big person, of all the events, that's stuck in his memory that he, that he said over. Okay, so the, so the first one is his next. Vekana ben shoyel. The next passion, Torah, not much further, is when the child asks, so he says like this, Once you've laid the Yisoyed that will listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because, he, he, because he's Hashem, 
with loyalty and with simcha, ulekiyam mitzvahs belev nefesh, once he's learned that from you and understands that the first thing is to be makbid and mismasa to mitzvahs, azai yagia bincham, skip the line or so, the chlal bagus machshaftis. He begins to mature, he begins to think. He's going to study asking, what is it? This is the Tom's question, as Hashem. The child begins to ask, and he says, that's very positive. The next step, if the asking comes, in other words, this is what we're supposed to do. What are we getting from it? What, what are we gaining from it? What are we supposed to learn from it? And what is this supposed to teach us? That's, we're supposed to develop that. Because if you don't develop, so the question that a child should be channeled to ask himself, I've done it, what is it supposed to mean? What, what, how can I apply it? What am I supposed to do with it? Um, let's skip over a few pages. It's a very long piece. I, I just don't have the time. To, okay. Let's look at page Kuf Dalit. Um, he's going to speak, he's speaking here in the middle of, this is all part of what the town the town. Hine, he says, and he repeats a point about Kal Yisrael. Hine, he says, Hanes Hazer betoldes Anushus hameidu Masal Shemaim Am Yisrael. If you're asking what's the biggest proof of Akarish Baruch in the world, it's Kal Yisrael. Anachnu mehaven teifolakis. We're an unnatural phenomenon, divine phenomenon. Mina regya rishnas byroys in Hashem from the first moment Akarish Baruch source. Misboyseses b'damayis. We were literally rolling, wallowing in our own blood. The Amalach, like Hashem said, "B'damay chayi," in the blood that you're wallowing on to live. Ad l'rega zeh, but mosif and lichos, we af al af kolamises shoshes me'asavim. We're still around despite everything. Leiba talichim tivim kabalim. There is no natural explanation why we're still here. Ki im bechayzek yad. The only explanation is Hashem Hu's forced his hand through teva. We're there because something, uh, we would have stayed in Mitzrayim and would have been buried there. Um, and he goes through different things that Al-Tavri couldn't have been. I, I want to stop, pause a moment and think about it. I think one of the things you can tell a child, think, let's think of those 120 grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on, that came before us. Father, 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 straight. And let's ask ourselves, where were they? Where did that catch it? Well, um, I can tell you, my father's, my, my father, uh, my father had Pesach in concentration camp. His father had a Pesach when they were thrown out of Lithuania to Russia during World War One. Um, I don't know much further than that, but it just the odds in, in, in Jewish history is, it was were they in expelled from Spain? Were they butchered during the Crusades and the Black Plagues? Um, what, you know, every in all of those generations, um, they, there was the odds of somebody making through any one of them, and the odds of Kaiyisrael. How many times was 33 percent of Kaiyisrael devastated? A lot. During Nolnitzi's time, the numbers are close to 33 percent. During the Chorban, uh, you know, you're talking about major, major, major Chorbanus Yisrael. How many made it out of Spain with those who converted willingly and those who were forced and so on and so forth? Numbers were very slim. And each and every one of them, is it natural? Does it make sense? I, you know, I, I mean, be misboning on it and think about how much Ninisim happened to every single one and the Nisiones each one had. And, and the Bechuzik Yadah Sani means that Kaddish Baruch Hu Balkarcha forces how many of our grandfathers no longer observant? How many were atheists? How many said that this is it? I've gone. And his grandson is sitting here. That's incredible. How many had to have a Seder in Soviet Russia where basically they lost their jobs? They, 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 they were limbo. I mean, I was there in 87 when it was good. And, and how many people had to pass through that? Israel, we as a people, because we suffered, and because we suffered in a way that's impossible to understand how we made it through, are aidists. The chayzik means 
The Chazak means it's like against nature, against all odds that Kadosh Baruch Hu us through. And that's the message to that first one to the top. Let's go to two more points. Again, it's, 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 it's a shot. We're talking about, um, I guess we shouldn't try to do all night either, but the, but the, um, okay, take a look at page Kuftes. There's two more points I want to see. <coughs> Now he's talking about the Chacham, and the Chacham who is, um, who is really asking good questions, being mispalpal, and, and being chayke v'dayosh. So, Kuftes, mevoyle limotayra. Afilu ha-mitzvah, this is the Chacham who's asking already a, a lot of shayla. Afilu ha-mitzvah shaltal matayra. Mekayra b'rayin yitzir mitzrayin. Kach koyna b'tayra. Now we're talking to the oldest child, the one who's already a yeet. He wants Taki to understand. He knows that Kashbrok was a Lekenu, he says a Lekenu, he knows his Aiden that's Hukmishpatim. Skip one paragraph to Bikabelcha Terma Secha. So he says, Bikabelcha Terma When you begin to get Torah from your forefathers, The foundation point has to be Tirs Mitzrayim, which means, before you begin to look into any safe and think about it, you need to understand what's my approach, what's my perspective, what, what am I doing when I'm asking questions. The first you say is, this is a Kaddish Baruch Now the question is, I need to understand it. If I, if, I, if, if, if as long as I have unresolved conflicts, I don't understand it, but I need to understand it. Very beautiful. He says, this is the inscription on the gateway that leads to the Kodesh Kodesh Just like when a philosopher deals with someone else's philosophy, his, he doesn't have any presumptions that it's right. His question is, maybe he's wrong. Maybe I'm right. When a scientist deals with data, his question is not, maybe nature got whacked out. His question is, how do I understand nature? And, and it's only that way. Approaching the, the, we tell the son who is the Talmud Chacham, the one that can think, the one that can understand, the one who's supposed to think and understand, we tell him, but you didn't lose that first step. That's what we tell him. One more, and that's the final one, is the Russia. And this is extraordinary. I, I want you to understand. Um, let's take a look at page Kufyud Beis. And this is Rav Hirsch probably in his, in, in his most sublime when he's approaching. I, I want you to understand what we're talking about. Germany, um, where people who are from Erlich and this was true in Germany by him, and this was true in Poland and Russia later, same phenomena, woke up one morning and found that all the kids were without yarmulkes, eating treif, laughing at everything that was. It was a horrific nisayan. It was a tragedy. We're still, you know, we're, we're the remnants of that generation. So he says, Brum, let's look at Kufiud Beis. It's the second paragraph. V'hoyo ki yom so he brings a Chazal. Chazal say, Psura run is passes of Eishesh. So one man the Amma says that it was a terrible Psura because this is the Ben Rasha who's going to say, What's this all about? The Yeshem, and some say, Psura Taiban is passed, there was Zechat of Psura Taiban, we have children against children. What's the Machlaik is about? Are they chalik what we're talking about? No, they're, they're both, uh, they're not being chalik and they're both talking about the same son who really is messed up, off the derach, so to speak. But he says, Gam b'tkufa b'habanim mardim b'tayra, 
even this kufa when children turn away from Torah, we haven't lost hope. We haven't lost hope from them, and we haven't lost hope from the future. And it took an awful, awful lot to, to say that when he was in Frankfurt, and there was nobody left from a city that, that was the, 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 the Yeshua and, and, and uh, Shalah Kodesh, and, and uh, Frankfurt was the ear of Envy Yisrael. The Chseif of Sinus of always as much from, from Frankfurt. It was an incredible city. And when he came there, was, there, there was a handful of cemetery. Uh, of, 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 everything else was gone. And, and it, it, you know, when I remember in, in America when I was growing up, so I, 50s I can't remember really, but early 60s, the question wasn't, the, the question wasn't um, if orthodoxy would survive. The question would be if it would be prolonged death or it would be a mercifully short death. But that was the only issue. Um, the, the, and the, the hope was conservative would kind of be like the old orthodoxy. But there wasn't a, there wasn't a Shiloh. He says, the terrorist says, Gum, you know, We don't get depressed and we don't give up. The terrorist said, in the long journey to Achris Hayamim, this is also one of those hurdles. You know, it's very, very bad when you, when you hit, let's say you, you weren't traveling someplace and the road becomes very, very uh, crooked and narrow and dark. You say, oh my gosh, I must have made a wrong turn. If you know about it beforehand, so it's still slippery and it's still dark and it's still, but you, didn't, you know that you didn't make a wrong turn. This is one of the stops in the Deiris was Nitzchias, is that there'll be Ben Rasha also. And because we at least are prepared ourselves psychologically, we can be mischazik that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is mafteach lanu ve'afal pikein, we still will make it to the end. With the children. Even with all the wrong turns and all the misleading Sefer shall mitzvah Hashem lahasig as tachlis v'lovitz. Akadosh Baruch Hu will reach the tachlis. It's going to be a very, very difficult and dark path, but we'll get there. And then he says, "Let's go through his tshuva." Ma'ya tshuva shen lachashel ve'atorim ve'atorim skarim. What are we supposed to answer the progressive generation? B'skaymen egdayashem when we build against the old generation and elementary mitzvahs. So he says like this: Aleihem ain't shum tshuva nitenes. We can't answer them. The child doesn't know how to ask, or ask to sell his time, or now we have what to answer. You don't have what to argue with him. He, he's way advanced, he's left you behind. He wrote to Lamed he wants to teach you, to, 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 to help you progress, and, and you know, get rid of that dark old mind. Um, and he, you know, goes through a few things here. Um, next, uh, so he says, even if you'll have the best reasons, you won't convince him. You believe in His heart is hard. His senses are dulled. He, he doesn't get inspired. Rak Hashem is very often said with tshuva. Only Kashbogi Masim with tshuva. The fikchay as einer of liras atzmoi how, and he explains. The fikchay as einer of liras atzmoi toli al blima. When he begins to realize he's nowhere, the shari kule behavli avolim, and he's in no place. Vachzovas moros and terrible disappointment. Rak kach yismali v'tzav v'kazam kaser. When he reaches a certain rock bottom. And he sees his life is empty and meaningless. That's when he's going to begin to say, you know, this can't be it. This is really a dead end. I told over maybe once there when I once upon a time in Asia Torah there was a time when I was I was involved in, in the first year people or people coming in, and I was just sitting with somebody um, at the other side of the table. This person had been. Um, very, very successful. He was an investment banker, he lived in Chelsea, and he had a good life with everything that comes with it. And he was sitting there, and he was, um, and I was made some program for him, he was very unhappy. This didn't like that, he didn't like one of those. So I, I sort of, I was inexperienced, and I lost it, and I said, so why'd you come here for? 
and he looked at me straight in the eye and he said, Rabbi, if there would have been one reason to stay, I assure you I wouldn't have come here. And, you know, sometimes you learn a lot from the person on the other side of the table than the person sitting on this side of the table. You know, it's, 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 um, it, 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 if, you, if you think that there's fun out there, you're scared stiff. It's a long haul. But understand that Ra is meant to be Mechala Atzmai. Communism collapsed not because we killed it, because it collapsed. Um, Zionism did not dissipate. The dream didn't dissipate because the Turkarta made Afghanis. It's because the third generation woke up and said, yes, there are no more Polish Skoyim, there are no more Russian Tsars, but we're not happy. We, we haven't found ourselves. There's, you know, I mean, you know, Finjan uh, and, 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 you know, Havana Gila just don't take you further than, than that. It's not going anyplace. We have to understand that, but we need to. Ve'ulo, let's look at the last paragraph. You're not supposed to keep quiet. The Torah says, you're not talking to him because he at this stage is not listening. But you need to reaffirm your own faith. You're talking to Kalal Yisrael. He says, give open, unabashed expression to what you feel. The, the, the child, when, when, when people go in, people who become Balit Shuva, and so you go to a Litvisha setup, they talk, they argue, this and that, and, and um, you know, sometimes yes, sometimes not. When you go like to a Chassidish Tish or, or, or environment, what turns you on is their own commitment and their own sense of strength. If, if they feel comfortable and confident that it's Emmis, it radiates, and, and, and it's very hard. We need to understand, Lo'aleinu, we're having this Nisoyen again, and in a different way. We don't know, is it the same, is it similar, but we need to understand, one, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said it's going to be. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said one of the, one of the stations to the Gula Shleim eventually is going to be a Ben Russia. And it's going to be a terrible Nisayan. There may be times when you can't talk to him, but you, you need to reaff- if his amuna is if he's mocking your amuna, you need to confirm and reaffirm your amuna and be strong about it. Because no other desire is going to last. It will dissipate. And then and let's just see the final phrase that he says. It's just so sum up for this. Baruch Hamakim Baruchu. The, 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 the observation about the Dalit Banim is Baruch HaMokom Baruch Hu HaMokom is, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mokom means Mesevi Kol Place includes everything in it HaKotzev L'cholik Patchiyot Es Mekoyim Ezmanim HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given everything time and place to happen Baruch Shenosan Terlam Yisrael Baruch Hu HaTorah Cholse Meroish Es Koles Patchiyot The Torah saw the development will be Alkain Kineged Arba Bandivatera Chokam Rosha Tamne Dirsho. Borohu Shekhozakomiroshka spoke of four sword, the Hechinas Terosakoil, and he prepared us with a Torah for everything. Alkain Tia Terosa Nitzus Kamaamoy. The Torah is as eternal as Kaisal because they, they, they go hand in hand. Torah encompasses Kaisal in old Kufas everywhere. Hatura Mislaves Amib Hosavis Tatkusay. Alkain he says, there are generations when the young Dor denies the, the tradition of their fathers and laughs at them. And the generations when the children ask with Simcha to learn. They want to learn, they want to know, they want to understand. All kinds of notes with Stokhi, like Yishma Lachis, and so on and so forth. So he's saying that Understand the heart kufis of children is part of it. And you may not be able to convince a child in a given moment, but, but, but the haftach of a Baruch is that it will go there. We, the, 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 we, it has to start with us. We need to, to do the things we do. I, I want to finish with a final kind of message as sort of a, a, to impart to children. Here's a message we can give a child. And again, use the language that's comfortable for you, that you knew, that you understand, so on and so forth. Um, one of our, one of the, the, the Ramin by us got, I don't know, 
the American Express, uh, I don't know if he won or they gave or whatever it was, he had an hour's free consultation with the financial advisor. So, you know, if it's free, you take it. So the guy comes, okay, he says, Rabbi so-and-so, first thing I need to ask you, um, what are your retirement plans? So he says, I don't have any. He says, that's terrible. You know, he's supposed to put it. He says, no, I don't plan to retire. So he says, well, but, but what about He says, well, you know, it, it, my, um, my life is to do. And, and it was an hour of, 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 of somebody Turkish speaking to somebody Ugaristic. No, no, no communication. You know, we all grumble about... Does, we would be millionaires... Where does our money go? To tuition. So we work at three and a half jobs to pay the tuition for our children. But, but that's what we're here for. That's what we want. We want to be able to take what, what we could possibly take and pass it to the next door. That's the only meaning of being Kalisolist. Our only problem is we might not be able to, Kalisolist. But, but really, understand, a child needs to understand every single Jew who is a shamatari mitzvah, who is a namatari mitzvah, has one tachlis. It's for you so that you pass it on to the next one. And that, and we, that we can keep the emes of Sinai alive. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is not going to make nisim every day because he's not supposed to do that because then it takes a bechir. There's no point in it. What a Kaddish Baruch Hu did was he made an emes and then he gave us the charge of taking that emes and passing it to Saif Kaladeiris. And my father did it for me, and I'm doing it for you, and you'll do it for your child. And God willing, the last guy will touch hands with the first one. That's what it's about. And every single penny we earn, Baruch Hashem, everything we earn goes to the kids. And we have to make a cheshmer really what's, what's for us. It's, it's, but, but Baruch Hashem, that, that's what we're doing. You know, I always say there's, there's a word in Yiddish doesn't have, the word nachas doesn't exist in English. There's no such thing. I mean, yeah, I'm proud of your son. Great, great doing. Chip off the old block. Um, but, but, but the idea that what I believe and the emiss that I hold to be emiss and that I was able to keep alive 120 generations of who knows what, whether it was persecutions, whether it's people going off the derech, how many here have three or four generations th- that hadn't connected and yet their great-grandfather's message came round about. It came, it came. It's incredible. And the child may understand it more, may understand it less, but if we think about it and we understand it, we're inspired, Be'ez Hashem, someday the child will inspire it and Be'ez Hashem will inspire his child. And we'll be zeichet to see that, Be'ez Hashem. You know who's sitting down at the table. Yes, it was you.